up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, the wrestling match. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. And you should have been off years ago. And your conscience is constantly saying, you know what, man, you need to change. You, you need to do something different. Aren't you tired of being drunk every Friday night? Don't you know life is bigger than a bottle of beer? Don't you want to experience all the wonderful things that God has for you out there? That's when our conscience starts bothering us over the decisions that we've made. And that's where the wrestling match gets started. And until we make a decision, the wrestling match will continue. And the devil is so shrewd sometimes until when you make the right decision, he come again. You sure that's the right decision? Because we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. We're wrestling with demons. Principalities and powers. That's why we need to gird up our mind and be strong. Genesis 27 and 30. Is that where you are? Alright. Genesis chapter 27 and 30. And I'm talking about the wrestling match. We're going to get there. And it came to pass as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob. Isaac had finished blessing Jacob. And Jacob was yet scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac. His father that Esau his brother came in from his hunting. And he also made savory food and brought it unto his father and said unto his father, let my father arise and eat of his son's venison that thy soul may bless me. And Isaac his father said unto him, Who art thou? And he said, I am thy son, thy firstborn Esau. And Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who? Where is he that hath taken venison? And brought it to me. And I have eaten of all before thou camest. And have blessed him. Yea. And he shall be blessed. Now what, is, what has happened here. Is that Rebecca. And her son. Jacob. They were road dogs. <laughs> and so Becky heard. The old man. Isaac had a desire and made a request that his son Esau would go and kill 
and that he would make some venison for him to eat because Isaac had gotten up in years. His eyesight had grown dim. And so now when Rebekah heard that, she told who? Jacob. What did she say to Jacob? Listen, fix your daddy some venison. And you know how your dad is, so, and you know how your brother is. Your brother's a very hairy hunter. So get this goat skin, put it around your neck. Take some more goat skin and put it on your hands. And so they whooped up that venison for the old man. And when Jacob walked in, Isaac, eyesight had grown dim. And in one place he said, you sound like Jacob, but you smell like Esau. See, when you get old, you have to watch your children. They'll deceive you, get your money. <laughs> so he, he grabbed Jacob, whom he thought was Esau. Smelled him. He said, all right, and he ate the venison. Now you got to remember, Jacob was a trickster, and his mama helped him. You talking about mama's boy? He was all up in the cut. And so Isaac checked his own spirit out and said, okay, I'll tell you what. He was convinced that this was Esau. So what he did is that he laid the blessing on the brother. Now, one thing I can appreciate as I, as I research this is that when, when Isaac found out that it was not Esau, that it was Jacob, he had already released the blessing. And see, once a blessing is released in Jesus' name, you can't get it back. Ah! Ain't no return on it. And because you are anointed and blessed by God, highly favored, exalted on high, God will not reverse his word. Come on, daddies. Come on, mamas. Send blessings on your children. Tell them how blessed they are and how highly favored they are and you're going to be successful in life. Man, and when, when Esau had found out that Jacob had perpetrated and Isaac had released the blessing on the brother and couldn't get it back, Man, he was ticked off. That ain't what I would say on the Monday. This is a church word. He was ticked off. Huh? <laughs> See me Monday, I'll give you the real word. And so the old man said in verse 33, and Isaac trembled 
very exceedingly. Back up to verse 32. And Isaac his father said unto him, Who art thou? And he said, I am thy son, thy firstborn Esau. Liar! Liar! Pants on fire! You wasn't Esau, you Jacob. And you stealing from your brother. You've already got his birthright. Now you're stealing his blessing. How much more can Esau take from this man, his brother, his younger brother, who doesn't have to do any of this because God has said that the older is going to serve the younger. Only thing Jacob needed to do was to sit back and relax and God was going to bring it to him. How many times we think God is too slow? God is not moving quickly enough. All right, moving right along. And so, in verse 33, And Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who? Where is he that hath taken venison and brought it me? And I have eaten of all before thou camest and have blessed him, yea, and he shall be blessed. In other words, I blessed him now. I released the blessing. Now you got to remember who you're dealing with. There was Abraham. And then there was Isaac. And now it's Jacob. But look how Jacob is trying to get into the house. He's a deceiver. He's a trickster. He's a usurper. He's a liar. Now when I said that last word liar, that, that should have made something leap inside of you. And it should have sounded like this. Well if God, <laughs> if God bless Jacob, then there's hope for me. <laughs> there's hope for me. All right, all right, some of y'all calm down. Now, 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 now notice this. In verse 41. No, let, let me stay with this right quick. Okay, verse 34. And when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceedingly bitter cry and said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. And he said, Thy brother came with subtlety and hath taken away your blessing. And he said, Is not he rightly Named Jacob, for he hath, and pull this closer, and he hath supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he hath taken away my blessing. And he said, Hast thou not reserved a blessing for me? And Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him your Lord, and all his brethren have I given to him for servants. And with gain, grain and wine, have I sustained him. And what shall I do now unto thee, my son? And Isaac said unto his father, Hast thou but one blessing 
my father, bless me, even me also, oh my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. And Isaac his father answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. Drop down to verse 41. And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, Esau said in his heart, Esau said in his heart, the days of mourning for my father are at hand. The old man is getting ready to die. He's getting ready to transition. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. I'm, I'm going to kill him. He got my birthright and he got my blessing. He got to die. And as soon as dad is gone, I'm killing that boy. Verse 42. And these words of Esau, her elder son, were told to Rebekah. And she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said unto him, Behold, thy brother Esau, as touching thee, doth comfort himself purposing to kill thee. She called Jacob. She said, look, son, you got to give up this turf. You, you got to go. Because your brother Esau has purpose in his heart to kill you. Mm, mm, mm. She said, now I got a brother and his name is Laban. That's your uncle. I need for you to get up out of here and go to your uncle Laban. Now remember, Jacob was a trickster, a supplanter. Boy, but he's getting ready to meet his uncle. <laughs> I mean, y'all know we read what we saw. Laban is getting ready to take this young man to school. <laughs> okay. So. In the middle of all this. In the middle of all this. Uh, where did I start reading? And so. To kill the. Verse 43. Now therefore my son. This is Rebecca talking to Jacob. Obey my voice and arise. Flee thee to Laban. My brother to Haran and tarry with him a few days until thy brother's fear return away, until thy brother's anger turn away from thee. And he forget that which thou hast done to him, then I will send and fetch thee from there. You go until your brother cool down, and when he's no longer hot headed, I'm going to send and tell you it's okay for you to come back home. Why should I be deprived also of you both in one day? And Rebekah said to Isaac, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob take a wife of the daughters of Heth, such as these who are of the daughters of the land, what good shall my life do 
me. So, make a long story short, because I got to get to the wrestling match. Jacob got up out of there and went to his Uncle Laban. Now, his mother thought, it's just going to be a few days. And when things cool over, I'm going to send and fetch you. I'm going to get you back over here. Because your brother would have forgotten all of what you've done. No, no, no. No, you won't. For 20 long years, Jacob lived over there with his uncle Laban, who was a shyster, a con artist. Jacob was over there with Laban. Laban had two daughters, Leah and Rachel. Make a long story even shorter. <laughs> when Jacob got over into that place, over into Haran, he saw this beautiful woman. Because his mother had told him, listen, do not marry outside of the family structure. Marry somebody within the family structure. And so he was made known as to who Rachel was. Boy, he said, she's one, this paraphrase, she's one bad slamming mamma jamma. Uh-huh. He inquired, he found out that she was Laban's daughter. What? That's the one that his mama had sent him to. God connected the dots. And you know some of us are where we are right now because God connected the dots. And if God had not connected the dots, you would not be no premier educator. You would not be where you are. God uses people to get us where we need to be. Can I get a witness in here? That's why it doesn't make sense you walk around hating people. No, love. So, to make a long story even shorter, he followed Rachel. He met Laban. He decided to go to work for Laban. Because he had been there a day or two and was eating good. And Laban wanted to know in his mind, how, how long is this boy going to sit at my table and eat up my food and ain't doing no work? So he saw Rachel and he thought within himself, well, I'll go to work for Rachel. And so Laban said to him, you owe me one week. In scripture, that means seven years, where one day represented a year. So he worked for seven years for what he thought was going to be Rachel. But the custom in the land was that you don't marry off the oldest, the youngest, before you marry off the oldest. The oldest was Leah. She was tender-eyed. 
You look at her in a hurry, then you look away. <laughs> Sister girl was hurting in the face. So on the wedding night, what happened on the wedding night, he all gussied up, thinking that Rachel was going to be in the tent with him. Not with him, with him. And lo and behold, it was tender-eyed herself. This was after seven years that he was working for the man. He hastened to Laman. Laman, what is going on? I, I put these seven years in for Rachel. And I got Leah. Well, Jacob didn't know that he had met somebody that was slicker than him. Old Laban said, I tell you what, you want Rachel? Not a problemo, but you're going to have to give me another week. <laughs> so he hit it, spent seven more years. Now it's time for him to marry Rachel. Now that means he's been there 14 years. And so he's working for the man, working for Laban. So he and Rachel finally hook up, get married. And that's 14 years. Then there was going to be another six years for the cattle and stuff that he would accumulate. So he spent 20 years over in Haran with his uncle Laban. So when he got ready to leave and the Lord had blessed him. See other people may look at you as you have messed up. I'm not going to say that's alright but that's alright because God is able to give you back those years. That the locust has eaten up your life and messed it all up. And if you've gotten children out of that relationship and you're no longer there, love God, love those children, love the woman that you got the children through and go on and live your life now. But be honorable about it. Because the children didn't ask to be here. So, here we go. So, 20 years have rolled on. And so Jacob says to his wives, Leah, and to Rachel, and to the handmaiden, Jacob now have 11 children. And so the time is coming where he's getting ready to leave. Rachel, with her sweet little cute self, Stole her daddy's idols. Right before they left the house. When Laban found out that those idols were gone. He went searching for them. So not only was Jacob a liar. Rachel with her sweet little cute self. 
was also a big liar. Laban came looking for his idols, and so guess where they were? They were up under Rachel's little bottom. And her daddy was looking for, and you know what she told her daddy? Oh, dad, I can't get up because what happened to women every month is upon me right now. What? It's on me, dad. I, I, I can't get up. And so Laban didn't know that she was sitting on it. And so now, brother man is getting ready to go back home. Why? Because God told him. Listen, I could almost break this thing right now. Let me tell you something. God appeared to Jacob and told him, it's time for you. Today's message, The Wrestling Match, FC2990, FC2990, is now available on CD for only $10, and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is Will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded, 
in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>